Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to the Fully Submitted with Brother Mike podcast, featuring me, your host, Brother Mike. I always wonder how many times I can actually say Brother Mike in the first sentence. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I'm still new to this podcast thing, right? So I'm sure at some point I'll be much smoother uh, in my approach. And maybe I'll only say Brother Mike one time. I don't know, but we working on it. <laughs> okay, so you know how we do it. This is a, a, a dynamic, a live and dynamic podcast. Like I say, wherever it comes up, that's where I'm putting it down. Wherever I get it, that's where I spit it. So let's hit it. Okay, so today... We're going to be talking about the God that makes the most out of the minute. The God who makes the most out of the minute. Or you know what we'll say? We'll say the moment. Yeah, yeah. The God who makes the most out of the moment. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. That's it right there. That's fire. Okay, so <laughs> I was praying. I was worshiping the Lord. On my couch. Anybody that knows me knows, like, I don't know why, but like, that's my spot. You know? I mean, I walk through my house and I worship the Lord, but like, my prayer closet is my couch. Nobody lives in my house but me, anyway. So it's like anywhere could be. But for some reason, like, that is just, that's my place. I got my special little pillow, you know, so that way my knees don't hurt, you know, too badly because, you know, I'm, I'm, on the carpet on, on my knees or whatnot, but I put the little pillow down and I pray or whatnot, get my worship on. But as I was worshiping, I was just, I was just remembering, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I was remembering how, let me back up. The thought occurred, I was thinking about my healing because very soon I will not wear eyeglasses and the whole world is going to know when my healing manifests and I don't need these eyeglasses and contact lenses anymore. It's coming real soon. Real soon. This is not pie in the sky. I know this. Right? I know this. So anyway, it was just occurring to me like I was praying. I'm like, wow, you know what? In a moment, literally in a moment, Jesus could change my entire world just in a moment. I could be praying and open up my eyes and... <gasps> What's wrong with these glasses? How come these glasses are all blurry, right? And then I realized, oh, he healed my eyes. He healed my eyes. Like, I mean, in a moment, that's what could happen, right? And I remember how I used to be, I used to pray in a graveyard. This was a long time ago. For those of you that know my youngest daughter's test, uh, her testimony, her, her testimony, my youngest daughter, Kyra, that's the one I call my miracle baby. So I tell you, her biological mom used drugs all nine months. Drugs, alcohol, high levels of stress, no rest. The doctor says she was going to be, my child would be brain dead or retarded. I used to go to this graveyard to pray because I, it wasn't creepy to me. To me, it was like, well, you know what? Who's going to bother me in a graveyard? Ain't nobody going to say nothing to me, right? <laughs> I can pray. I can sing to the Lord. And if somebody does come, no one's going to say anything to me, which was true. No one said nothing to me. But, you know, that was my practice and it was peaceful. And many other days I went and prayed and, you know, many other days I didn't hear anything. But this one day I prayed, I had no idea that 
the Lord was going to change the direction of my life forever. I had no idea when I woke up that morning. What blessing the Lord had in store for me. See, you see, you just never know. Right. You never know. When you're praying. Like the Lord, uh, like, like the Lord is like standing right next to you. You never know. I know people that said, hey, the Lord walked into their room and touched them. Like they might have been praying or singing. Lord walked right in, touched them. Boom. Healed. Healed in the name of Jesus. Don't get me started up in here. Right. This is the God that we serve. See, a lot of people think that he's so far away. He's so far away. But if you are his, don't you know that you are always right there? He put his spirit inside of you. He's always with you. He's not some far, far, far away, distant God. Oh, where art thou? Where art thou? He's right here with you right now. If you're his, amen, if, there's always the if, if you are his and you are listening, then he is with you right now. Just because you don't see him, just because you don't feel him, <clears throat> doesn't mean that he's not there. He is there. Either he's God or he's not God. Either he's omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, or he's not. I mean, in your mind, either he is or he is not. The truth of the matter is he am. That's it. It's not open for discussion or debate, right? <clears throat> but in your mind, he either is or he is not these things. So anyway, I'm out there at that graveyard praying. And, this, and, and this, the thought came to me to turn to a particular scripture and it was a scripture on healing. And I believe it was the scripture that said, uh, the prayer of faith will heal the sick. It's been so long. This has been almost to almost 26 years ago. But I believe that was the particular scripture. I said, oh, OK, you know, sometimes you get the thought like turn to this scripture and you're like, is God telling me to turn there or or am I telling me to turn there? And I kind of waited a little bit longer. And the thought persisted. <clears throat> I said, okay, I, I, I think that's God. Mind you, I'm a baby Christian at the time. This is 26, this is like 26 years ago, right? <laughs> so anyway, I'm so happy even just thinking about it. And don't mind me, my breathing might sound a little labor because allergies, man, you never know when these things are going to flare up. But anyway, so I'm praying. I, I get the scripture. Hey, turn and look at this particular scripture and... I read it. And as I'm reading it, the Lord opened, the Holy Spirit opened that scripture up for me and gave me supernatural understanding. And he gave me what they say is a Rima word. So we're all mature Christians. We should all know what a Rima word is and the difference between a Rima word and a and Logos word. But I'm going to explain that. OK, <laughs> so Logos, Logos is the written word of God. This is what you see when you open up the Bible. You see those words on the page. That's logos, right? L-O-G-O-S. That's logos, right? And then you have Rima, or some people say Rama. I don't know if it's Rama or Rima, but I'm from New Jersey. I, I'm probably saying it wrong. It's, I say Rima. But anyway, it's R-H-E-M-A, I believe. And Rima or Rama is it's the spoken word of God. Now, I don't mean like me and you speaking the word of God. I mean God spoke the word to you. 
right? And when see, when God gives you a word, when God gives you a word, not when man or a woman gives you a word, when God himself gives you a word, it imbues power upon the receiver of that word, power to get up and act and do. Okay, so if it connects with the faith in you, guess what? Boom. This is how Peter walked on water. Right. This is how the, you know, the the, the lame person got up and, and was healed. Right. Jesus spoke to these people. They had the faith to believe it. He spoke. He is God. He am God. Amen. He gave a rima word. Whoo! touched their faith. They got up. Peter walked on water. Right. And in my case, what he told me was the devil was in my the devil was in your apartment. You need to go up there and kick him out. Lay hands on your wife's stomach. Pray for your child and I will heal your child. I heard it clear as day. Not an audible voice. It wasn't something creepy like, Michael, this is your father. Lay your hands on your... It wasn't nothing like... <laughs> no, dramatic like that, right? God speaks and you just know like every... Every fiber of your being, every corpuscle, every cell of your being knows. You just know. And I was like, oh, snap, right? I mean, I told y'all the story. I ran up. I'm walking up the hill and I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. Devil, I'm coming for you. You better get out my place, right? I'm, people thinking I'm crazy. But anyway, you know, I I laid hands and all the power came up and the child was healed, right? I don't, I don't mean to like cut it short, but. This is not what this moment is about, right? <laughs> what I'm trying to do is relay something to you, right? So many times, either the enemy or others or even ourselves, man, even ourselves, where we say, you know what? These prayers don't matter. You know, it's in those moments, right? It, it seems like maybe nothing's happening because you pray and you don't see nothing change, Right? The heavens don't part. The dove didn't fly down and land on you or nothing, <laughs> nothing like that, right? So in that moment, sometimes, like for example, when I'm driving, if I see an ambulance or if I, if I even hear an ambulance, I always pray. And it's not some big, it's, it's a simple prayer. But sometimes the, my mind says, man, you know, this probably don't even matter. Why are you even praying? But the Lord taught me a long time ago, it always matters, right? It always matters. And what I'm going to do is tie this into the, the whole title about the God that makes the most out of the moment, right? So the Lord took a moment and he changed the entire course of my life, my, my family's life, right? Because Kyra would not be the Kyra that we all know and love today. She would not be that, right? Medical science, the facts, I mean, the child was in the womb, basically ingested narcotics and alcohol and high levels of stress and less rest. For all nine months, that child would have come out just like the doctors told me. But God, right? As the saying goes, but God, come on. He took a moment. <laughs> he, he turned my whole life around. He healed my child. My child is alive and well and intelligent and beautiful, and funny, and talented, right, ambitious, submitted, godly, all these things, just a lovely human being, but I wouldn't have known this child like this, the world would not have known her like this, if Jesus, see, <laughs> if Jesus had not 
taking a moment, just a moment, just a moment to stop by and check on his servant. Just a moment to say, son, I see you. I see your faithfulness. I see your heart. I see you praying. I see your concerns. I see your worries. I see your fears and your desires and your ambitions. And I am with you. And I'm going to take a moment just to let you know I'm right here with you. You're not in it by yourself. And your prayers make a difference. Right? Your prayers make a difference. So in the moment when you're praying, you never know what is going to jump off. You never know what the Holy Ghost is going to do in your life. He is God Almighty. He's God. Amen. God is outside of time. God's, he, he doesn't, he's not uh, affected by the time stream. He created the time stream, right? God created time. In a moment, he can do so much in a moment. Think about this. God made the heavens and the earth. He made all creation in six days. Now, some people say, some people listening would say this. Now, Mike, you know, you can't take that Bible literally. God didn't actually make the universe in six days. <laughs> you know, he didn't make it in six days. It's just, uh, it's figurative. No, my man. <laughs> He made it in six days. Don't try and put God in your box, your little box, because you can't make all creation in six days. God made the Lord Jesus, right? Got to be careful because some people's God is not the real God. But they say God and you say God and y'all think you're talking about the same God and you not. Jesus made the universe, all creation, six literal days. And how do you know that? Because in the Bible, in Genesis, it talks about, right, you know, there was, you know, it talks about when he made the sun and the moon. And then it clearly says, like, about the sun rising and setting. It was like the first. Hold on. Let me go here. Let me go here. I hadn't planned on it. I tell you, all I never know where these podcasts are going to go exactly. <laughs> I don't know. As it comes up. I'm just saying it. Okay, so I am turning in my Bible right now. Hey, this is real time. This is real time. You hear those pages? Ah, that's the crisp sound of the word of God. Okay, okay. Let me get serious. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Genesis. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Hold on a second. Let me run in the kitchen. The light is better in the kitchen. Okay, okay. Y'all going on a tour of my house with me. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is see what, here we go. Sorry. Got to get these pages. Okay. Mm, here it is. Here it is. Let me see. So, for example, here it says, this is general Genesis 1.14, and I will get back to my topic. <clears throat> Okay. Actually, we'll say Genesis 1. Because we're going to start at the beginning. Oh, here we go. Genesis 1, verse 4. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening <clears throat> and the morning were the first day. 
So he goes through and he's showing you the evening and the mornings of the day. Genesis 1 verse 8, and God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day, right? So he's showing you. He, he literally made it in six days, right? Six literal days he made the heavens and the earth, okay? But anyway, I digress. So God is all powerful. He can take a moment, <clears throat> just the tiniest moment. You can't even measure a moment. How can, 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 let me ask you a question. Can you, measure a, can you measure a moment? How long exactly is a moment? How quick is a moment, right? Is that the twinkling of an eye like the scripture talks about when we get raptured out? Is that a moment? I would dare say that's a moment. It's that fast. We can't even measure it, right? But in that short of, of a time duration, the Lord can change your whole life. He can change everything. So this is why we never get caught up. And I'm coming to the scripture here, another scripture. This is why we never get caught up in our situations. Because literally, in a moment, your situation can change. Now, I mean, honestly, for good or for bad, your situation can change in a moment. It, it literally can. But I'm here to talk to you about your situation changing for the good. Amen. Right. God can change your situation for the good in a moment. And look at this. This is the book of Joel or some people say Joel. Uh, I'm going to say Joel. So in the book of Joel, <clears throat> chapter two, verse 14, it says, no, let me back up even further. Okay, Joel 2, verses 12 through 14. Therefore also now saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning and rend your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God? Okay, so what does that mean? He's telling you right there. Okay, seek him. Seek him. You pray to him. You seek him. You fast. You pray. Right. You're crying out about your wicked ways and the things of the sins of you and your family. Right. <clears throat> this and these are things that I was doing. I still had active stuff going on in my life, but I was seeking him. <clears throat> I was crying out to him. I didn't know how to change my situation. I knew he was real. I knew he was God. I just kept crying out to him. Right. This was like right after I got I came out of being homeless. Right. This was, this was, it was, it was a real hard time, but it's the part right there. Who knows, right? Right. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him? Another version says, who knows, right? Maybe he'll leave a blessing in his wake. In other words, as you seek him and you repent, and then he turns away the bad things that was coming at you, right? Maybe he'll leave a blessing in his wake. You understand that? That's that's what he did with me. I was seeking him. He saw me every day. This is my feet marching 
up to the down the hill to the graveyard, right? <laughs> every every day he saw me go there. He saw me come back. Right? He saw me. And then the one day, what did he do? He left a blessing in my wake. Excuse me, in his wake. He came. <clears throat> what is the wake? So if you like a nautical term, I was a Navy guy, right? So if you see a ship on the sea, the ship is sailing. As it moves through the water, the water behind the boat where, you know, the boat disturbed it and it kind of part of it, that's called a wake, right? It was there. The boat was there and then it moved. And as it moved, it left a wake behind it, that trail of water. So the Lord came and he walked off. He was there with me. And then he, as he started leaving, oh, he, he left a blessing, not by accident. He did it on purpose. Here you go, son. Boom. He walked off. He left a blessing in his wake. Who knows? Maybe the Lord will leave a blessing in his wake for you today. See, one thing I can say about me, I had and still have an air of expectancy. I expect that God is going to bless me. I expect that God is the God of miracles. I expect that God is going to show up and show out as we say in America. This is what I expect every day. No, that, that's not true. Almost every day. I try. You know, some days I'll be going through it. Oh, I'm going through. Oh, Lord, help me, please. Right. On those days, my mind is focused on, you know, the pain that I'm experiencing. <clears throat> but underneath it all, if I, if I could peel away the layers, it's still there. It's always there because I trust the Lord. I believe in him. I, this is he's the God of miracles. And what? He showed me so many, 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 many times over the years. Miracles, 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 miracles. And he always shows up. <clears throat> so my expectation is that the Lord is going to show up. You know, even if it takes years, it's like, well, he didn't come yet. The Lord always, you know, it's like he always shows up. Think about this. You know, if you have a friend, okay, you have a friend, you know your friend for a long time, you know that these people that you know or you care about or you've known for a long time, they are characterized by certain things. And this is how if something is, if they deviate from the pattern, you know that something is wrong. So let's say you have somebody that always shows up 15 minutes early. They always show up early. And then one day, they just don't show up at all. They, they, they weren't early. They weren't late. And they didn't call. And you also know if this person could not be there. They always call and let you know. Hey, so sorry. I know we're not meeting for another four hours. But you know what? I'm not going to be able to make it today. Whatever came up, came up. I just want to let you know. Okay, thanks. Right? But if they didn't call, if they did, you know what I'm saying? If they deviated from that, then you know it's like, wait, something is wrong. Well, how do you know something's wrong? Because I know this person. I've known this person for years and they never do this. Something is wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's how you would know, right? So it's the same with Jesus, right? Jesus is so faithful. He is faithful. He is faithfulness itself. So you can look back over the years. Once you tell your mind to calm down and stop freaking out about stuff, right? I have to do the same thing. I'm just saying. You can look back over the years and you can see how faithful he's been. And he always, 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 always shows up. The Lord will show up for you, okay? Be encouraged. No matter what you're going through right now, no matter how long you've been going through it, I'm telling you, 
Jesus will show up for you. He's faithful. That's who he is. That's what he does. He will show up, right? He will show up. Okay, so anyway, I just wanted to encourage you. Oh, that's right. There's one more person that uh, the Holy Spirit wants me to talk about. So, oh, uh, the woman, her name was, I believe her name was uh, Hannah, right? Hannah. And, you know, she was married to a man that also had another wife. And, you know, this one woman used to just, uh, Hannah didn't have any children. But the other woman, the other wife had many children. So the other woman that had kids would just tease her and just be so, you know, careless and just vicious towards her. And uh, but the husband loved that woman more, the one that didn't have children. He loved her. He loved her so much. Right. And, uh, you know, one year she went up to the church for I don't remember the religious uh, festival or not, but she went there and she was praying and she was praying silently like, you know, nobody could hear her praying, but she was praying before the Lord about what was on her heart. She wanted a child. The priest came up and he thought she was drunk. He made a, a, a judgment on her was like, hey, don't you know it's too early to be drinking here? Like, I mean, he called her a drunk, basically. And she's like, I'm not a drunk like <laughs> like you're saying I am. Right. I'm praying to God because, you know, I want a child. And then, you know, you know the story, right? Basically said the Lord, may the Lord grant your petition, right? And he did. He, he, he gave her a child and then that child grew up to be, it was Samuel, right? It was the prophet Samuel, right? But anyway, the Lord took that moment, that moment. She went to the church. She's walking to the church. It's like I walked to the grave or she walked to that, the temple or whatever, right? She's sitting there. She's praying. How many other times has she done that, Right? Many, many times. But on that day, in that particular moment, the Lord blessed her. The Lord heard her prayer and he answered it. And he gave her a child, which is one of the most powerful prophets that we have. It's a major prophet from the Bible, right? The prophet Samuel, right? right? Who anointed King David. So you just never know uh, what is going to transpire in any given moment. Because you are a child of the Most High God. And your father is faithful. He's watching over you all the time. He's watching over you. He's, he's listening. He's, he's making sure that his words don't return to him void. But you have to have that air of expectation and remembrance that your God is with you. He's watching over you. He loves you. He wants the best for you. And he is a God that answers prayers. And he is a God of miracles, a God who often leaves miracles in his wake. All it takes is a moment. Amen. No matter how bad your situation is, no matter how dire it is, even, even if it's been going on a long time for years, you must develop the hope and choose to believe that Jesus can change it and that he can change it in a moment, just like that in a moment. Your life can literally change. You can do an about face and just everything in your life just change direction. Okay? So I hope that encourages you. Like I said, God created time. God is outside of time, but he can take a moment in time, boom, and expand it. He can take the, the briefest moment in time 
in your life and just totally change the direction of your life forever for the good, right? For the good. Think about Joseph. Joseph's entire life was changed for the bad in a moment, right? When his brothers saw him come and they said, there goes that dreamer right there. Yeah, let's 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 kill him. And they're like, no, 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 let's sell him. Let's sell him. See, in that moment, and he didn't even know it yet, but in that moment, his life forever changed. But Joseph knew the Lord. And because Joseph knew, he didn't know in his head, he knew in his spirit. He knew the Lord. He was intimate with the Lord. He was close to the Lord. He held on to the Lord. And even no matter where he went, from prison to prison, wherever he went, he still knew the Lord. And we know this because when Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him, what did he say? He said, hey, you know, my master has given me everything in this house but you. How could I do such a wicked thing unto the Lord? He didn't say, how could I do such a wicked thing to Potiphar? How could I do such a wicked thing to the Lord, my God? He still was faithful. And even though his situation endured for how much longer, I don't know. It doesn't exactly say how many years that happened, but we know it still went on when he, Potiphar threw him in prison. But then in a moment, his life changed. Even when he didn't realize it had really changed. He met those two servants from the king, from the Pharaoh in the prison. They both shared dreams with him. He gave them both interpretations. He said, don't, you know, don't forget me to the one that was not going to die. He, you know. He told that one, hey, remember me when you get out of here and you go back to Pharaoh. But the Bible says that the man forgot about him. He forgot. But then at the right moment in time, that man remembered, right? A moment. It was a moment in time when he met those people in prison. And it was a moment in time in the future when that man would remember. See, it was a moment in time when Pharaoh had those dreams. It was a moment in time. When Pharaoh spoke about the dreams and that man spoke up and said, you know, please forgive me. I, I totally forgot about this. There's a there's a Hebrew man in prison that that interprets dreams. Right. It was a moment in time when he stood before Pharaoh and, and listened and then gave the dream interpretation. And it, it was a moment in time when Pharaoh said, you are next in command only to me. Right. Nobody in Egypt is going to move a finger without your permission. And ain't nobody higher than you except me. You see, it was a moment. The Lord and we talk about that. He went from the pit to the palace overnight. I mean, it took years, but in truth, it wasn't a moment in a moment. Right. Because before Pharaoh said that out of his mouth, he wasn't number two in Egypt. Right. All it took was a moment in that moment. <gasps> The words were uttered and his life forever changed. This is the God that you serve. Amen. This is the God that I serve. This is how the Lord is, right? He is the God who makes the most of the moment. All right, that's it. So as always, please remember, submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Until next time, aloha. I love you with the love of the Lord. Be blessed.